the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. And I want to welcome again Martha Bolton who has written the screenplay for a brand new movie that's uh, premiering across America on February 20th, The Confession, based on the Beverly Lewis books. But uh, Martha wrote the screenplay. It stars Shonda Pierce, John Schneider, and many others. And uh, Martha was just telling us about her grandson, Kyle. Uh, Pick it up where just before Thanksgiving, um, Martha, the doctors had basically given up hope and told you that he probably had hours to live. I remember the text that you sent Joy and I that evening, and our hearts, Martha, our hearts just sank. Uh, I can't imagine what you were going through. We immediately uh, began to pray, and thousands of others did. Pick it up there and and tell us what happened. Well, just... Every, I got the word out, and because it, it was so hopeless, they said that they were giving him the highest doses of the most potent medicine, and they still could not keep his blood pressure up, that he was on his way out. Mm-hmm. And, and he had already, like, like I said, he had already gone into cardiac arrest for 30 minutes, so it was just this touch and go. And um, so I got the word out that to any, you know, just as many people as I could to be praying, and Mark Lowry got it to his whole fan base, and they were all praying, and and Shonda, and just so, so many people were involved in this, and uh, the Dukes of um, the um, uh, the John, Dukes of Hazard, you know, John Snyder, yeah. but also uh, the uh, Dynasty, the, the Dynasty people were praying. Just everybody I could think of, I was I was notifying everybody, and so many people were praying, but but. We had that word from all of the doctors twice in a meeting that there was no hope. There was no hope. And then, so I went home, and and uh, Russ, uh, he, he, you know, we, he was in bed, and I got up and went into the other room, and I'm just writing down thoughts. And 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 Russ, before he went to bed, he was thinking he was going to have to call the pastor and 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 line up the church for the services, and oh, yeah. it was just. So it was such a low moment, low, low moment. Yeah. Well, I get this, it's like four o'clock in the morning, and I get this text that a video had been sent. And it it, it was from my son, Kyle's father, but but no other message. So I'm trembling. I'm afraid to open it because I'm thinking it maybe the moment that yeah. it passed. Texts you know, text at 4 o'clock oh. in the morning are never good. Oh, yes, exactly, exactly. So, uh, and unbeknownst to me, my son had sent it, had called Russ and, and told him that he had sent a video to, to me, 
and not to not to wake me, go ahead and let me sleep, but that it was good news. But I didn't know this. <laughs> I'm in the other room. And so I, trembling, I finally opened opened the video and started watching it. And there is his father and the nurse, and they're saying, Kyle, if you can hear us, nod your head. Yeah. And he nods his head, oh. which not only meant, that he's there, but that he, he had the brain power to understand right. what was being said. So it, yeah. anyway, it was an absolute stunning, one of those just miraculous yeah. turnaround in a very hopeless situation. They told us there was no hope, and hope showed up, and he was in the hospital about four weeks, uh, you know, recovering and, and rehabilitation, but he's out, he's home, he's, uh, you know, going to his three-day-a-week dialysis, and, and we're still waiting, you know, for the transplant. But, you know, maybe God's going to, you know, go ahead and take care of that, too. But mm-hmm. if not, you're just moving ahead to the transplant. But we are so in awe of what God did that day. Yeah. I, 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 I can't, to, to go from absolute no hope and then God just showed up in a miraculous way. And even the doctors are saying it's nothing but a miracle. There was nothing more that they could do. In fact, they <laughs> they came to the hospital, you know, they'd come into the room and they go, I saw that on the report. We can't believe it. My goodness, I had to yeah. come up here and see you. And I met the two doctors that gave them CPR in the ER and, and, and they worked on them, you know, my goodness, they worked on them for 30 minutes. They did not give up on him. There's so many people involved in this that just it's just a it's just a miracle well I, it, it was not long yeah. after you sent joy and i the text that he may only have hours and we began praying it wasn't too many days after that that you sent a text and it came i opened it I, and i said to joy i said look at this and it was kyle <laughs> drinking a milkshake <laughs> and we the both devil. just said oh my goodness praise god <laughs> He's there in his hospital bed, and he's drinking a milkshake. And I think, oh my I, goodness! I know, I know. And the first words when he when he woke up and he saw me, which is which is funny. He never calls me this, but he looked at me, and you know, and I didn't know was he gonna, you know, where his mind would be, you know. And he looked at me, and he goes, "Oh, hey, Martha." <laughs> <laughs> he, he usually calls me Nana, but it's just like, "Hey, Martha." <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, but boy, did that feel good to hear. Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. Yeah, just praise God for that. Praise uh, God. Uh, let's, let's go back to the confession. It's opening on February 20th, and I'm hoping that all of my listeners will get their tickets. Um, Martha, after the folks come, they sit in the movie theater, they have their popcorn and their pop or the bottles of water that they snuck in in their pockets, <laughs> which which is which is what we always do but don't tell anybody uh and the movie is all finished what do you hope that the audience takes with them after they have seen the confession well the confession is going to take them on a journey uh, of um you know very dramatic scenes and heart tugging you know you'll You'll cry and you'll laugh. It's gonna. There's funny places, and but ultimately, uh, it, there's a message for for all different 
all different people. Whatever you come in with, there's going to be a message for you. But the ultimate message is love wins out. God is a God of redemption, and uh, there's hope in the future. And we just hope that they, when they leave the theater, they're, they're taking home a lot more hope than they walked in with. Well, I'm sure they will. As I said, Joy and I, I think we have seen all of your screenplays at uh, Sugar Creek or Shipshawana or over in Lancaster, Pennsylvania through uh, Bluegate Musicals. And they're entertaining. They're always hysterical. Your humor is is just legend <laughs> legendary. And you're right. You'll you'll cry, but but you do leave uplifted and hope in in the power of God and yeah. the grace of God. Um so it is it is just wonderful to see how God has gifted you and how you've used that gift for his glory. I mean you've had incredible success in the secular world. There's no doubt about that. You know everybody, but that you have determined that your talents and abilities are going to be used for the glory of God, and I just commend you for that. And thank you for ministering to so many hundreds and hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people, uh, through your work. Well, it's been a, it's been an absolute honor, and I years ago, way back in the beginning, I dedicated my writing to God, and I just wanted to stay faithful to that. So, well, I. And and please please give our love for Joy and I to that hippie husband of yours, Russ. <laughs> I sure will, and I'll tell him you said that. <laughs> Russ was a uh, police officer in Los Angeles for how many years, Martha? Uh, over 25. Over 25 years in one of the roughest yeah. places in the world to be a police officer, and I've always <laughs> admired him for his dedication to public service as well. He's a dear, sweet man, and uh, <clears throat> and a little bit of a California hippie. <laughs> Martha, it's such a privilege and an honor to have you on the program. We're praying that uh, so many people turn out on February 20th, and I hope it's such a success that it will be extended and come back to theaters again and again and again. I know it's going to be great. Well, thank you for having me on your show, and it's always wonderful to reconnect with you. Well, and we will continue to pray for Kyle. We are praying that he gets well enough to get that kidney transplant. We're going to continue praying, and I'm asking my listeners to do the same. God bless you, you, Martha. Martha Bolton, it's The Confession, February 20th, in theaters all over America, including here in Central Ohio. We'll be right back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Um, I I I don't know, but um, I I sometimes think that the phrase "shooting yourself in the foot" was invented for politicians who so often 
do things that just do not help their public service, certainly don't help their career, and don't help their uh, possibility of being elected or being reelected. And I think, sadly, and I mean that sincerely, uh, that sometimes that is true of former President Donald Trump. I think that um, I think that sometimes he feels that the techniques, the tactics that he used in the previous Republican primary will work for him again. And I, I will say this, uh, and I don't need to say it, but I will. Uh, I supported Donald Trump when he was president every opportunity that I could. I think overall he was a great president. He kept his promises. But there were a number of cringeworthy things that he said that he did. And, uh, and I, you know, I was not secret about uh, criticizing those. But during the primary, one of the one now again, we're going back way back before he was president at that primary when there was I think, not exaggerating, there were either sixteen or seventeen Republican candidates. And I said repeatedly on this program, he's at the bottom of the list for me. He is the at the very bottom of all of the people running. Uh, Donald Trump was the one that I was least likely to support. And part of it was because of the way he attacked fellow Republicans. Uh, He had no problem either exaggerating, stretching the truth, or downright lying about his Republican opponents. People that are on the same team. The things that he did to Ted Cruz and his family, Ted Cruz's father, Ted Cruz himself, Ted Cruz's wife, were abominable. I mean, they were. Um, And I say, sadly, it seemed to work. He got the nomination. Um, I don't think it will work again. And to be really honest and candid, I hope it doesn't, because I think it speaks more about us who are Republicans than it does Donald Trump. The reason I bring this up is Donald Trump is really going after Ron DeSantis. I I, I keep saying this. I I don't know a whole lot about Ron DeSantis, but everything I know and I've heard, I really, really like. Um, I think he could make a great president. There's without a doubt he has been a great governor for the state of Florida. What a wonderful track record he he has had. But because he right now is Donald Trump's biggest um, competitor— for the uh, Republican nomination, Donald Trump is really going after him. He's uh, picked a derogatory name for him that he uses often. And he has dug up uh, 
claims that, from what I can gather, have been proven to be false. About way, way, way back, when Ron DeSantis was much younger, he was a teacher in high school, and some of his political opponents, Democrats, drug up rumors that he was grooming young girls, he was giving underage girls alcohol, and blah, 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 blah. None of those accusations were proven to be true. None of them. And if they could be, his Democratic opponents would have proven it. But they couldn't. And even the Democrats stopped spreading the rumors because they couldn't prove them. Well, Donald Trump has dug those up again, and he's supporting them in in a backhanded way on his social media platform, Truth Social. And it's like, um, oh, he wouldn't do that, we know. And then he repeats the rumor. And then he repeats the rumor again and says, well, of course we know that Ron DeSantis wouldn't do that. And, of course, it's very obvious what he's doing. He is trying to smear an, another Republican. And I just think it's sad. And I think it speaks of desperation on Donald Trump's part. To Ron DeSantis's credit, he has not fought back. I mean, some of the things Trump has said about Ron DeSantis are pretty bad. Well, here's how he responded to this latest smear campaign. He simply said, I spend my time delivering results for the people of Florida and fighting against Joe Biden. I don't spend my time trying to smear other Republicans. And that was it. Um, repeatedly, And consistently, he's taken the high road. I commend him for that. And I really hope that by taking the high road, he will be rewarded and not punished. And I will leave it at that. I think we should take the high road as well. Folks, thanks for joining me. Have a great evening. But please, wherever you go, whatever you do, remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.